Hello everybody, it is Zachariah Carr and this is Unmasking God. Thank you guys all for listening. Thank you for everyone who listened to the podcast last week. The podcast last week was all about finding God's will for your life and <clears throat> why doing what God has for you is the most amazing thing that you could possibly do for your life. And this week is going to tail off of that a little bit. And this week is all about losing your life to find your life. Dying to live. Um, I was really praying and God was just telling me to talk about life. And how precious it is and really how everything in the kingdom of God works the opposite way that you think. It's um, to be greatest in the kingdom of God, you have to be the greatest servant. And it's all backwards and it's totally different than what our natural mind would think. And it's way different than what the world thinks. So, um to do a lot of things for the kingdom of God, you really have to die to yourself. You have to put down your own desires and your own things. But you can only go as deep as, you can only go as high as you go deep. So I remember um, one of the first things that God did after I put my life back to him, I lined everything up with him. He just constantly brought me to Mark, 30, Mark 8, 34 through 36, which talked about how we have to be willing to share in <clears throat> we have to be willing to share the experience of the cross as our own. We have to continually surrender to God's ways, which is an everyday thing. That if we have to let our life go for God's sake and for the sake of the gospel, and then we'll experience true life. So this is something that's not really talked about a lot in the church. It's um not the not the most fun topic that uh, to talk about. People don't always want to necessarily hear it. But the whole point of this podcast is I'm asking God. I'm going to show you how this needs to be talked about more and that it's actually a good thing. And that God actually does this for our own good. But the thing is, is that people have to understand that God's heart behind it. It's not that he wants us to go through turmoil or anything like that. or Because he wants us to be these super apostles. He's doing it for us. He's doing all these things for us, for us to have a better life. Because he wants to give us the best life. But sometimes those things take a process to get to. So today, it's all going to be, this whole podcast is going to be about dying to yourself. And we're going to talk about the analogies God uses in um, the Sermon on the Mount and that he used several times throughout his ministry. Now, God uses natural things to explain spiritual things. He talks about a river. He talks about us as a seed. He talks about the word as a seed. He talks about us as a as a plant being um, being near a river. He talks about rivers of living water flowing out of our bellies. We talk about the Holy Spirit. He constantly uses natural analogies to help us understand spiritual concepts. So today we are going to talk about a seed dying to himself, and we are going to talk about how we are the seed. And when we accept Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, we, as a seed, we die. But because Jesus is in us, he grows out of us and he grows into this amazing tree of life that people can come and rest in. And people can come in and we bear fruit through it. So today we're going to start with John 12, 24 through 26. All my verses today will be in the Passion Translation. And it says, let me make this clear. A single grain of wheat will never be more than a single grain of wheat unless it drops into the ground and dies because then it sprouts and produces a great harvest of wheat all because of one grain 
Now this first verse is talking about Jesus, how he is, <clears throat> he dies, and then because of this one grain, a great harvest of wheat comes. But then the next verse is talking about how we're also going to follow him and do the same thing. Verse 25 says, The person who loves his life and pampers his life will miss true life, but the one who detaches his life from the world and abandons himself to me will find true life and forever enjoy it. If you want to be my disciple, follow me. So we have to also go into the ground and die and produce a great harvest also, just like Jesus in verse 24. And you will go where I'm going. And if you truly follow me as my disciple, the Father will show his favor upon your life. So, this verse is talking about how we are a seed. So just like a seed needs to be planted in the ground, and once we get saved, there is we we become that seed, and we go into the ground, and Jesus is in us. And what happens is actually the seed, which the seed could represent us or like our old way of life, gets crushed. It gets cracked, and inside of that seed is is. Inside of us is Jesus, and what happens is when we're under that pressure, our our old life begins to, to crack open, it begins to get crushed, and it begins to go away, and then Jesus is able to make his way out of us, and then he's able to start growing. And then we become, eventually, we become, um, we become a, we became a smaller tree, then a bigger tree, then we begin to start bearing fruit, and then God will send people to us to come and rest under our under in the tree, and God will be able to start trusting us with people. Um, and just one more verse to kind of back this up. In Galatians two twenty, it says, "My old identity has been co-crucified with Christ, with the Messiah, and no longer lives. For the nails of the cross have been crucified, me with Him. Now the essence of new life is no longer mine, and the anointed one lives through me. We live in union as one." The new life is empowered by faith of the Son of God who lives in me much more that he gave himself for me and dispenses his life to me. So, as we become that seed, and then the old way of life would be the shell of that, of that seed, that old shell of who we used to be is being crushed and it goes away. And then out of us, we are, become, we are one with Christ. When we get saved, everyone says that Jesus comes into your heart. What actually happens is the Holy Spirit comes into our heart. He raises our spirit from the dead. And he, our spirit has communion with God's spirit. And they talk. And they hang out. And they're one. That's how when people say they hear from God, it's God's spirit talking to our spirit. And that's why we have to do a very good job of renewing our mind through the word. So we can hear God's word and, and make sure that we know that we're hearing from God. And we everything he says, we make sure it aligns up with the word. And then we're able to hear it. Um... What I'm trying to get at here is this is talking about how we live in union as one. So when people look at our lives, they're not just going to see us. Because we're one with Christ, when we grow up as that tree, people will be like, yeah, I see that that's Zach's life, but what I really see is that it just doesn't doesn't remind me of what Zach used to be like because some people may see you as the old man or the, or the old seed, the old shell, the seed, but when you grow, you're, people aren't going to see the old you anymore. They're going to see you in your union with life, they're going to be like, yeah, Zach, that, uh, you'll represent God, is what I'm saying, is that people will, will see you, when they see you, they'll see God, and, and, and when they think of God, they'll think of people who are His, and they'll think of you, 
because as you grow, they're going to see the fruit that you're going to bear for the kingdom. And they're going to recognize that, wow, there's something about him. And then you can tell them, like, listen, I accepted Jesus in my heart. And then all this happened when I laid my life down for him. So when I, I don't know if I talked about this in the beginning of the podcast, but when I first gave my life to Jesus, like I talked about last week, I consecrated my life to him. I said, Lord, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll go wherever you want me to go. I'll say whatever you want me to say. Just tell me what to do. I remember immediately what God had me do next was he constantly brought me to Mark eight thirty four through 36, which is talking about if you want to follow me, you should at once completely disown your own life, and you must be willing to share my cross and my experience as your own and continually surrender to my ways. For if you let your life go for my sake and the sake of the gospel, you will continually experience true life. But if you choose to keep your life yourself, you will forfeit what you try to keep. And what is... What it what is it worth if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? God constantly brought me to that. Because living a life as a Christian, like you really it really is putting down your life, putting down your desires every single day to pick up what God wants. And it's not like you just do it one day and you're good for the week, it's an everyday thing. But the thing is that this is actually God's perfect and good will for your life. This is actually doing the best thing for you. Being uncomfortable is is what creates growth in your life. And, and then everyone enjoys the fruits of your labor. Everyone, if you move forward with God in your life, and then just, I take for example my grandpa. He, he put down his life, he quit his job, he became a pastor. But now everyone in my family, we're all blessed because of him laying down his life. Everyone, we're all partaking of the fruit of his life. Um, I believe I have the verse here. I actually don't have it, but there's a verse that talks about that we all benefit from the fruit of people that have laid down their lives and that we're able to rest in that. So just know that when you're doing this, you're not just doing it for you, you're doing it for other people. The gospel isn't isn't selfish. The gospel is all about other people and it's all about God. It's all about reaching other people and helping your family and helping everyone around you have life. So... Jesus continues to go on and that if, if we're truly going to live, we have to lay down our lives. And any life that any part of our lives that we try to keep is going to be taken away from us anyway. So just to go on here, I just wanted to say something else. And I know that a lot of people have uh, dreams or aspirations or certain things. And they may be God dreams and, and some of them may not be. But I just want you to know that um, that parable of the mustard seed about heaven's kingdom realm can be compared to a tiny seed that a man takes and plants in a field. And although it's the smallest of all seeds, it eventually grows to be the greatest of garden plants and becoming a tree for birds to come and build their nests and branches. So this verse is talking about how it says heaven's kingdom realm can be compared to a mustard seed. So heaven's kingdom realm can be also can be the Holy Spirit, because if we know in Romans fourteen seventeen, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of rules about food or drink, but it's in the realm of the Holy Spirit, filled with righteousness, peace, and joy. So it's in the realm of the Holy Spirit. Now remember, the Holy Spirit came into our heart, and now we're one with the Holy Spirit. So we know that the kingdom of God is inside of us, actually trying to get out. So we can look at ourselves as this mustard seed. So it actually takes and goes into a field, and it's the smallest seeds because, of course, our life may not look the biggest if we're going to lay our life down and we have to go low before we go high. 
but the Bible actually says that it eventually grows to be to be one of the greatest of the garden plants. So our life will actually become a lot greater than a lot of other people's plans that they have for their own lives. Because when you actually lay your life down with Jesus, he actually has way more than you could ever think for your life. There's actually way more that he's going to do in your life than you could ever imagine. More than you could ever do with your own desires or plans for your life. But you have to go through the process of going low before you go high. And this was actually what I was talking about earlier, is that we actually become a tree for birds to come and nest in its branches. So we actually become a place of resting for other people. This is how, like, my grandpa, what he did for his life is is he laid it down, and now our whole family is able to rest in what he is able to do, and we're all blessed because of it um, financially in many other ways. But what I'm continuing to say here is that we are the seed, and that what we must go through is that we must die to our own desires we must go through the crushing process of where we get crushed and our old self goes away and then where jesus is able to come out of us and his life is able to grow and his will is able to be done and that we'll be in union with him and people won't recognize who we used to be and we'll grow and we'll produce fruit for the kingdom and that we'll live the life that god has for us which is ultimately what i talked about last week which is ultimately what we desire and i'm just gonna close this out with one verse and this is just to kind of show you guys that what Jesus has for us is way better than we can imagine and that dying to yourself and putting your own desires and taking your cross of every day is actually to benefit us it's not just to benefit the kingdom everything God has is to benefit others but it's also to benefit ourselves and anything uncomfortable like dying to yourself like this or going low really has to do with with um, God trying to benefit us and benefit everyone around us. So you, some of you guys may be in your head like, man, this is a lot. Like, why would I even do this? Why is it even worth it? Now, Peter had the exact same question. He said, Lord, we are here. We have given up everything to follow you. What reward will it be for us? And Jesus responded, listen to the truth. In the age of restoration of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will have twelve thrones of your own, and you will govern the property, leaving family, brothers or sisters, mothers or fathers. Oh, for anyone who has left their home or property, leaving family, brothers or sisters, mothers or fathers, or children for my sake, they will be repaid a hundred times over and will inherit eternal life. Many who push themselves to be first will find themselves last, and those who are willing to be last will find themselves to be first. <clears throat> so God answered and said that you will be repaid a hundred times and over. And this life and the life to come, another translation says, and you will have eternal life. So what I'm trying to tell you is just like how the mustard seed is that it grows and becomes the greatest of all the garden plants. Is that this crushing this process is actually a beautiful thing. God's doing it for our own benefit. God's doing this to help us because He wants us to. God wants us to grow, and He wants us. He wants the best for our life. But He knows that the process that it must go through is that He needs to be the foundation of everything. He, his plans and His desires need to be the foundation for your life. So what I'm saying today is that we are the seeds and we need to we need to die to ourselves. We need to go through the process of, 
of being being crushed, being a little uncomfortable so Jesus can come out of us and break through our shell. And breaking through our shell, he can grow and bear fruit in our life because we're attached to the vine and we're doing what he says and we're laying our life down for him. So just know that answer the call of God to consecrate your life to his will and then there'll probably be a, a time of dying to yourself because you have to go low before you go high. You can only go as, as high as you go deep. So this is the way that God has it, and this is what God has for all of us. But know that it will be so worth it for everything. And God wasn't just talking about that you'll have family members and everything. I know that the relationship my grandpa has with our family is, is really comes out of it, and everyone loves him, and everyone, the relationship we have is just so rich between each other because of what he did by laying down his life, and it's all pure, and, and God has amazing things for us. Um... And I just want to pray with everyone here that God gives you guys a grace in the season or the time of your life that is crushing. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit, for everyone listening to this podcast. Thank you, Father, that this podcast came from your heart and everything that was said today is for everybody listening here. And I thank you, Lord, that as, as we all go through any times of, of putting our life down or, or dying to ourselves and, and letting your desires rise above our own, that... You'll be with us through us, Father. You'll be with us through every step of it. And that we're knowing you more through it because we're doing this all for you, Father. Because we're doing it because we want to know you more. Because you're worth everything, Father. And thank you, Lord, for everything you're doing for our lives. And thank you, Jesus, that your will be done. And thank you, Father, for an amazing day. And have an awesome Wednesday, guys. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate everyone who's listened every single day or every single week. And thank you guys for shouting me out on Instagram. And just have an amazing day. Thank you guys.